I see, and then the heart's desires. The same amount of sweat was on everyone's forehead, but because... Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman on the Pasha. This week, Pasha Shalach and Kairach. Perception or deception? Shalom to everyone. I would like to share with you Advar Torah that Yimut Hashem will be relevant both to the parsha we laying over here in Eretz Yisrael, which is Parsha Koirach, and also for the parsha for Chutzlaz, which which is Parsha Shlach Lecha. We'll start off with bringing the last parsha within Parsha Shlach Lecha, the parsha we lay in Chutzlaz this week, which is the famous parsha of Tzitzis that Hakadosh Baruch Hu tells Moshe. Tell Bnei Soil and tell them about the Helege Mitzvah of Tzitzis. And he says, you know what's unique about the Mitzvah of Tzitzis? You look at the Tzitzis and we all know the Tzitzis represents all the 613 Mitzvahs. There's a Chazal teach us that it connects to the 613. The numerical value of Tzitzis plus a couple of other combinations yields 613. And by looking at the Tzitzis, there's another Midrash that says... It's going to remind us the original tchelis that's on the tzitzis will remind us of Kisei Akavoid, will remind us of Akadosh Buchu, and will be a constant reminder of what life is all about, which is Torah mitzvahs. And therefore, that will secure us doing mitzvahs. That's why I said, we will see the tzitzis, and as a result, it will trigger us to remember. It will trigger us to remember to perform the mitzvahs. To perform the mitzvahs. And here's the punchline, at least for our Dvar Torah. And as a result, we will not spy after our hearts and after our eyes to do whatever we have the natural instinct to go away from Hashem, to our taivas, whatever it is. So again, the idea we're representing right now is the tzitzis will be a constant reminder of what life is all about, which is Torah and mitzvahs, connecting to Hashem, and hence we will not follow our hearts and eyes to do our desires that will take us away from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The order of the Pasuk is, that's what I want to emphasize here, is Achrei Levavchem, don't spy after your hearts, and then after your eyes, which will trigger you to do Something that is not 100%. Rashi, on the spot, brings down the famous Midrash Tanchuma. And he says, Ha'ayin roya, the eyes see. And then, Halev choymed, which means the heart desires. Ve'aguf oyseh and the body commits a sin. The question begs itself, and I saw many Mepharshim ask this question. How can the Midrash Tanchuma that Rashi quotes say this jasha, this jasha doesn't fit with the pasuk at face value, because the pasuk, the order of the pasuk is, look at your tzitzis and as a result, you will not follow, it says first your hearts, then your eyes. Whereas the Midrash Tanchuma says, that one should not, the way it works is, the eyes first see, and then the heart desires, and then the body goes ahead to perform the sin, the avera. The question begs itself, so how is this a judgment from the Pasuk? The Pasuk says the other order. Even though what the Midrash Tanchuma says makes a lot of sense, in reality we know a person sees, that triggers him 
to want something in his heart, the heart desires, and then he goes on to perform the Maisa Avera, the sin. So, but, but, but still, how can he learn it from this, from this Pasuk? I saw this being asked, showed it to me as well. I saw Rav Mashkovsky, Rav Mashkovsky Zatzal asked the same question, and they both say a similar answer, which I want to share with you. They say that, of course, in reality, we know what happens is, technically speaking, the eyes see, and then the heart's desires, and then the next step is to go ahead and do the Maise Avera, the sin. And since this is supposed to save us from that. But, really, it's two different perspectives of looking at things. Because it all depends on where you're holding with your heart. Based on that is what you interpret that you see with your eyes. Meaning, of course, technically speaking, like we said, the Midrash Tanchuma, we know that's true. A person views things with his eyes. As a result, it triggers his heart to desire. And as a result, he goes on to perform the Maise Avera. But from, the, from a different perspective, both are true. But there's another perspective. And that's what the Pasuk is representing. The order of the Pasuk, that it says, Because the Pasuk is teaching us, you know what you see? What you see and the way it affects you is based on where your heart is holding already before you see. Because the heart is the one that tells the eyes how to interpret what it sees. It reminds me of a famous story. The Chazunish once went with his friends on Shabbos, with his whole Chabura. They were walking on Shabbos. And at the end of the walk, one of the Bachurim turned around to the Chazunish and says, I can't take it anymore. Look at the way women are dressed here. It's so not sanua. It's not right. Chazunish said, I, I don't know which woman are you talking about, but I can tell you one thing. If it bothers you so much, then you have to do cheshbon nefesh. You have to analyze why it bothered you so much. If I didn't even see it, and for you, you saw it and it bothered you so much, something, something's not right. You have to work on yourself, on that nekuda. That's what we're talking about. The heart is interpreting what the eyes see, meaning perception, the way you perceive things, is based on your heart. This goes nicely with a famous Mamar Chazal in several places that said, says, Tzadikim libam birshusam. Tzadikim, they're in control of their hearts. It's in their Rishus. As opposed to Rishayim, the wicked people, Hem birshus libam. They're totally dependent on wherever their hearts take them. Which means that Tzadikim that have worked on their hearts and they already ensured that their hearts are in sync with Ritzon Hashem, not their own natural instinct and Ritzonus, but rather Ritzon Hashem, then that they showed that they are in charge of their hearts. And they made sure that their hearts are in sync with HaKadosh Buhu, And that defines and what they see and how they interpret it. As opposed to the Rishoyim, no, their lave is whatever they, on a selfish level, taivas what they desire. And that, they're in, that's what's in control, as opposed to Ritzon Hashem. As promised, we can now connect this also to the parasha that Mirza Hashem will be laying to the sedra over here in Eretz Yisrael. Parashas Korach. At the beginning of Parashas Korach, Pasuk Zayin, it says as follows. Rashi says, The Korach, who is a smart person, How can he do such a foolish thing and try to jeopardize Moshe um, Rabbeinu's leadership? 
that we know it came from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. How can he challenge that? Why would he do such a foolish thing? And he answers, because he saw that, the, that, that uh, big people are going to come out from his future generations, from his offspring. And he says, Can it be? Amar, Efshar kol agdula azois atida lamod mimeni vani edoim. Can it be such a thing that so many, so, such a big person will come out for me, Shmuel, Hanavi, etc., and I, nothing, and I won't be a big person? And that triggered everything. That's what Rashi tells us. And as a result, he started challenging Moshe Rabbeinu. He saw, he appointed someone, Chashuv, to, 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 to do a Chashuv position, and he said, what, it should have been someone from my family, how can it be, who do you think you are, etc., why we see also that what triggered him was the, where his heart was. If his heart was totally just to, to accept what Hashem gave his way, then he wouldn't say anything. It's only because his eyes saw covered. Oh, I want the honor. It should come to me. Why is it going to Meshach Rabbeinu? That's what triggered everything. Which is exactly what we're saying. His eyes misinterpreted what they saw. Why did it misinterpret? Because of the way the heart was seeing things, which is the whole Nekuda. The Nekuda is, to summarize the concept over here, the Yesoid, is that of course we know that the eyes see and then the, le- the heart desires and the body goes on to do the Maisevera. And that's what the Midrash Tanchuma is saying. But the Pasuk is telling you from a different perspective, you know why the heart is the first parameter that appears in the Pasuk? Because we know that your eyes see based on what your heart the way you worked on yourself, on your heart. And if a person made sure his heart is synced with Ratzon Hashem, he's going to interpret what he sees on a totally different level. I just want to end off with a story. I think it's fair that I can repeat stories every two years. I want to say a story by Rav Biderman. That it's, it's a true story, but I want to connect it to the, to the concept we're saying today. A couple of years ago, I'm not sure if it was the Motzei Pesach or Motzei Yom Kippur, but for sure I know this story happened. And I remember I heard it two years ago from Rav Biderman, and he said, many people in Bnei Brak were waiting for the bus, the 402, the 402 bus, to go back to Yerushalayim. They have parents in Bnei Brak, they came there for the Chag. They're waiting, waiting, two hours, two and a half hours. It's, it's insane. Two and a half hours they're waiting for the bus. Finally, they can see from afar a bus approaching. They're all getting excited. Finally, we're going to get home. Excited. I don't know if to call it excited. They were a bit upset. Finally, the bus comes and they can't believe it. They cannot believe it. It doesn't make sense. It's the 318 bus to Rechovot. They, they, they went on the bus and they went a bit crazy. And they said, what is this? How can they do this to us? Look, don't have Rachmanus. There's elderly people. There's young babies here. Please, just switch the number and take us to Yerushalayim. We're begging you. We need this. Please, please. After a couple of minutes of begging, the driver looks at them and he says, Okay. Okay. And he switches the number to the 402. In one instant, the whole attitude changed. Instead of being upset at him and screaming, everyone started applauding, clapping hands. The Sephardi people over there gave him a Mishaberach. Instead of cursing him out, they gave him blessings. Everything changed within an instant. Okay. 
the driver continues to go, and as they get closer and closer to Yerushalayim, as one of these people on the bus comes up to him and says, excuse me, driver, first of all, thank you for what you did, it's very nice of you, but I have one question. Surely you know that in this day and age, everything's in cameras. For sure they have a GPS device tracking where you're going, and you're probably going to lose your job tomorrow. Why in the world would you do such a thing? I mean, we all know the concept Why are you giving up your job for us? Why would you do such a thing? So the driver says to him, Between me and you, I'll tell you exactly what happened. Of course, I know there are cameras everywhere today. I was back where all the workers are. And they saw a camera on your station where you were waiting in the bus stop. And they said, wow, they've been there for an hour and a half, two hours. We have to send a bus to Nebrak. So, and they tried to get everyone to go. They pleaded with all the workers to go there. But everyone was scared to go there. They said, no, they're going to scream at us. They were waiting there for an hour and a half, two hours. I'm not going. Every time I'm not going. But then I had a good idea. I said, you know what? I'll go. I'll go. I'll pretend I'm going to a different place, to Rehovah, the 318. And I'll make them think that because they're begging me, I will switch the number and I'll go to Yerushalayim. Meaning this was all planned. For those of you who know the saying, Hafuch al-Hafuch, over here in Israel, then that's exactly what happened. It's Hafuch al-Hafuch. He made them think that he switched, but really he didn't switch at all. Adkan, a true story that happened. But what does it have to do with our Shtikol Teva over here? I would like to say that look, as I always say, what an optical illusion happened here. They were really thinking that they gained because they convinced him to switch the bus and now they're all happy. Two seconds ago, they were all crying and screaming and cursing. And now suddenly they're all happy. The same amount of sweat was on everyone's forehead. But because their attitude, because the way they viewed of what happened changed, that changed everything. And if we had this attitude, we had our hearts in sync with HaKadosh Buhu, and know that HaKadosh Buhu wants us to be happy. And that's why He put us in this world and every time we're happy, we're actually doing Ratzon Hashem because Hashem put us here in order to we, that we gain credit to, to, to get to get Olam Haba. And if we're happy doing this, that's what Hashem wants us to, to be, happy. And we come to this realization that this whole world is just one big optical illusion. To give us room for our freedom of choice, to get close to Kadesh Buhu and do Torah and Mitzvahs, like the Mitzvah Tzitzis is supposed to remind us, then this place will be a different world. The world will be a different place. We'll be so happy, no matter what. Because just like those people, once they thought everything was going well, because, oh, look, he switched for us, we gained, everything's good now. What, what happened? The tsars were the same tsar, the pain was the same pain. Just what? Now that they felt something good happened, it changed everything. If we view that everything is happening for the good, even though sometimes it hurts and it's okay to cry and everything's fine, but at the end of the day, if we have that view about what life is all about, it's all going to change. So just to bring everything back to our Pasuk, the Pasuk in its context is perfect. It means that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is saying, if you look in the tzitzis and you view everything in a positive way, and you realize what life is all about, that is going to help you, because that's going to be a constant reminder of what life is all about, the mitzvahs. And if you don't, and by doing that, it will be a securing net to ensure that you don't fall into the trap of not having your heart in sync. And by doing that, you will end up going, Achei Levavchem. 
Because first your hearts, then your eyes, because you're going to interpret everything in the wrong way. Have a good job. This was the Prisman of Torah, the Rebbe Saf Aaron Prisman. Subscribe to our podcast, share with your friends and neighbors. You can listen directly from our homepage, prismanoftorah.com. Our website is currently being upgraded. Thank you for your Novefa for your recording equipment. Technical support for this podcast is done for free by any podcast production. Lunish Masyakov Alexander, Ben Ramodachai Doif.